0: Sauce this morning, Christopher.
1: Good morning, James.
0: Good good morning, Christopher. You know, you you you. I I don't know how you did this, but you deeply offended me twice right off the bat.
1: (laughs) What? By just coming here?
0: No. No, that was a pleasant surprise. Like, why is the dog barking an hour before he's supposed to be? It's like, are you trying to make
1: up for all the times you were, let's say, not on time? I don't want to say. I know I'm sometimes not the most punctual guy, but it's more I'm just inconsistent on time.
0: <laughs> I think that's the
1: same thing. No, because if you come early, that's is, what punctuality means. Not yeah, but you've ready. never been early. That's true,
0: except for today. Anyway, so you show up today with a spaghetti jar filled with coffee, which triggers me on two levels. Because a, you apparently my coffee's not good enough for you. <laughs> And B, you're drinking out of a jar. And, okay, first of all, there's just the aesthetic of that. Don't drink (laughs) out of a jar, people. If it's got threads on it, don't drink out of
1: it. (laughs) So, you know, I'm going to tell you how this all started. So, one year, a few years back, my wife and my daughter thought it would be cute if they did like a little party and made it real country. And they served lemonade in the jars. So, next thing I know, we got all these mason jars in the cabinet where we normally keep our pint glasses. Now... Have you uh, you have said to me, do not stack your pint glasses. Do you remember saying- well, It that? depends on the glass, but pint glasses are generally not meant for that. And you're right, because they're all developing like a little scratchy scratch on the side where, you know, the bottom of it touches the middle of the pint glass. Anyways, so the problem with those darn mason jars is they were so small and I'm <laughs> like- you, can- wait, wait, what's that?
0: You didn't get the 16 ounce ones? They're usually 16 ounces at least. Or 30, no, is it 32? No, they're 16, I think.
1: I don't know, but <laughs> I do know this. I know that spaghetti jars, which are very attractive looking because they're <sighs> nice and big and tall, at least the ones I get. You know, things that are big and tall are not
0: necessarily automatically <laughs> attractive.
1: <laughs> so I started using them around the house and I liked them because when I'm with my computer, I lost a computer once due to coffee, the whole thing. I, and it was only a few months old. I was so pissed. So the nice thing is I can just put a little lid on and drink. And if I decide to be clumsy, it's no big deal. So this morning I woke up and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and bring a, a mason jar over to James's house. It's not a mason jar. It's not even a mason jar. It's a, spa- it ha- well, it's a spaghetti jar. Well, you only know that because the cap, if I didn't have the cap on, you wouldn't know that. It says, what, is this, what does it have embossed on the side? Atlas Mason. Whatever. And it even has the and I can also
0: tell by the, the proportions of it. It's too tall and narrow to be a, a quote, a mason jar. I don't know. It's so obvious. But here's the here's the other thing. Uh do you remember a time when I actually designed glassware for a glass company? So I am a glassware designer. Oh, that's
1: right. <laughs> I didn't forget. I'm just so you kidding. can't
0: even bother to to get to the level of a <laughs> specifically designed product
1: which we sell really cheap. Here's the thing though, I like it because it has it tells you how much you're drinking.
0: I mean, so. I understand the utility of having the top. That's fine. But really, they're not <laughs> designed they're
1: <sighs> What's well, I mean, glass is glass, right? No, I mean, as long as it the doesn't thing have lead is lead in it.
0: Well, how do you know that doesn't have lead in it?
1: Well, it had spaghetti sauce in it and so so it,
0: it came from
1: Well, is it isn't Mason American? Am I wrong about that? I have no idea. Probably. Okay, so A few years back, when the wife had an antique store that I was mostly at, not her, (laughs) um, I wanted to do a project that included mason jars. So, I went around and tried to find, specifically, glass that was only made in the United States because that's like a thing with me. And compared to other products trying to find that are made in the U.S., the mason glass thing was relatively easy. Mm -hmm. But... It was only a few spots. I mean, one of them was in Indiana. Uh, I can't remember the other two were that were, I mean, I just looked it up. They said, yeah, we can order these, blah, blah, blah. It was great. But most of the products when I had the shop, it was very difficult to find stuff that wasn't made in the United States. Well,
0: glassware is easy because it's one of those things that doesn't ship well. So we still have a lot of manufacturing plants in uh, the United right, States makes for sense. glass. Plus bottling. I mean, you guys drink
1: so much beer. Oh, true. True, true, true. When, but uh, you start
0: drinking Chinese beer?
1: <laughs> well, acquaintance of mine, uh, out in Fountain Hills works at a brewery and um they had problems during this whole pandemic not getting the aluminum cans, but getting the sticker or the plastic or the printing. They couldn't get it happening. So they literally had to order overseas hmm. stickers, like just so everything has stickers. Their cans have stickers, was their it, bottles have stickers, they couldn't get a printed in the US.
0: Was that a small um, yeah, it's micro. Okay. Yeah. Well, that makes sense because the larger facility would have their own printing cap- capabilities. Like the one I worked for, we had, we, it was primarily a French company, but it also had manufacturing facilities all over the world, including one in New Jersey. Uh, and then Jersey did, you know, they could do everything. So sure. that, so that's, that's kind of the funny thing is one of the, I, one of the first projects I did for them was working on a line of uh, wine glasses, which I finally saw at Costco a couple years ago. I was like, I've, you know, I won, right? I I have a product now that's been selling at Costco, I and mean, it doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> <laughs> that is the height. I was like, "This is awesome, man! I'm, I'm done. I can, I can check out now. I, I've successfully completed my <laughs> industrial design program." Um, is that
1: going to go on your resume?
0: I, you know, it probably should. God damn it, I should put that on my resume. I had not even thought about that. Thank you, Christopher. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, I was looking, I was reading on the box, uh, and it said, "Designed in France, made in America."
1: But that's not true. No. I'm like, it was designed like three blocks away from here. <laughs> now, why do you think it's a fashion thing? Oh, oh it's, it's just, just
0: marketing. Well, uh, the funniest thing, too, is the, the like, okay, so when we, in, in the company, it was an international company, and there were different branches, and when a new design would come up in one, one spot, you know, they would talk to the other divisions and say, hey, do you guys want to make this in Asia or in America? And then, you know, they would share the design. And as we were developing it and, you know, eating the cost of those development, that development cost, uh, we were talking to the French and they were going to help us. They were going to help us do some of the molding. So they were going to help do some of the, actually the manufacturing part. And they were going to do the first run for us. Uh, But they said they wouldn't sell them in France. They they were not interested in, in the design.
1: Well, you know, Europe is kind of a funny place to market at anyways. Until. Oh, okay. We
0: were done with the project. And we'd paid for all our development costs. And then suddenly they said, oh, you know, actually we will sell these here.
1: Oh, that's so lame. No,
0: I, I don't remember. I don't know how that worked out. It was just, it was just kind of funny that they, they were, I wouldn't say they had their noses in the air about it, but they just, they they said no to the project until it was done. But they were they were fantastic. And the, the, the it was, they were the parent company and they had, they have so much manufacturing expertise when it comes to glass. These people are just quite amazing. Because glass is not easy to manufacture because you're dealing with, you know, a gloop, <laughs> you know, you create the glass in one spot at the beginning of the factory. There's one place where there are furnaces where they melt the glass. And then from that spot, they direct it through chutes, uh, all the way through the factory. And while they're doing that, molten. the glass, molten. yeah, molten glass, the glass is cooling the whole way. So you have to take that into account, to know exactly what the temperature is of the glass when it hits the specific mold that it's going into because that will react differently depending upon what temperature is. Plus, glass is just a weird material to work with. It's, it, injection molding plastic is so much easier because you know the specifics and all the different variables that go into it. Glass is just harder to work with.
1: All right, I got a question. You ready? Yep. Now, I've read on several reliable sources what glass is, and they are, the answer is not the same on any of these. Okay. here it is. yeah. This glass that I'm holding in my hand, is this glass solid or liquid?
0: Oh, well, they say liquid. It's a super cool liquid, but for all intents and purposes, it's a solid, but it's also a super cool liquid. I mean, <laughs> you want to get pedantic about it, you can
1: say it's a liquid. Okay. So I heard this before, you know, obviously I just said it, but once upon a time, I used to help out with construction once in a while, and my grandfather was redoing his house, and I was there helping. His windows were ancient. so they were built This house was built, I think, at the beginning of the last century, or two centuries ago. And the glass at the top was thinner than the glass at the bottom mm-hmm. of each pane. And I was like, okay, it is liquid.
0: You know, that's always been what I've heard. But I saw a few months ago, and I didn't follow it up, but I saw someone trying to debunk that. And so I don't know if that is true. I don't know if it's thinner on top because if it's a super cool liquid and it, it is just flowing very slowly right,
1: or not. Okay. I so guess we'll do some follow up on that next week. So basically you're not giving me a solid answer right now. <laughs> well, it's, it's liquid. It's man. Fluid. Your answer's liquid, Man,
0: don't talk over me when I have the better response. It's it's fluid.
1: <laughs> liquid. What?
0: Fluid. It's a fluid state. It's so it's a fluid solid? No, I'm saying that the whether or not it's a fluid or a solid is in flux. It's starting it's to fluid. sound like waste. <laughs> you're waste.
1: <laughs> all right. You,
0: you do seem a little wasted
1: well we can talk about that when I get back I, I want I do want to get some more coffee added to my existing already oh my god and I want it on ice i I like ice coffee this it's one time of those of days okay okay hey, hey. what's a pot midnight dreary? Well, I was pony weak and weary A your phone it looks so dreary. I got a suggestion that would make you cheery it's good Floors with fishes and fairies, bubbles and berries, cats and canaries. So, as you're looking for something a little need, go to our website and go take a peek. That's g o r a j e o u s dot com. Go Rages Floor for the outrageous look. So, I brought you some donuts today, James. Wait, we're back? Yeah, we are back. No, I wanted time to eat the donut. Okay, so Why'd I you brought you donuts. I brought you donuts, and I was really. When I, I got the donuts. Like, okay, I'm going to go bring donuts over to James. And I was like, he's kind of a natural guy. I wonder if he eats donuts. I mean, I'm thinking, uh, he's going to go, we don't eat donuts here. No, I don't eat donuts here. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and then the next question is, Okay, if he doesn't eat donuts, what does he eat? Is he like a cream-filled guy, classic pink chocolate or glazed donut? Or is he like the, you know, the lemon or uh, berry or some kind of fruity-filled thing? I had no idea. And so I got one plain one just in case that was your thing. This is plain? Well, what do you call that? Uh, well, this is more like
0: a crawler. This isn't technically a crawler because it's in a donut shape. I call shape. it a homestyle. Yeah, it's, little, it's like old-fashioned old uh, for the in, uh, from Dunkin' Donuts. I think they call this the original or they're old-fashioned or something. But it's basically just butter. This thing has so much butter in it. It's not even a donut. It's really just a ring of butter,
1: All right, which so is awesome. We don't eat a lot of donuts at my house. You wouldn't know it by the size of my waist, but we do not eat a lot of donuts. So we save... It's a tradition in my family for generations on birthdays and very special days. That's when we get donuts. And we do a whole pyramid of a of donuts. We put a little candle at the top and we wake up whoever's birthday it is with happy birthday. Donuts and a candle. My mom did it. My grandmother did it. I don't know when it started, but we all do it. And so that's the only time we eat donuts except at when I used to have an office job, you know, sometimes right. somebody bringing that.
0: Well, so, is there something special today? And You're making me a little nervous.
1: All right. So when I was buying the donuts, you know, thoughts of thoughts. birthdays were coming through my head. And I think it's kind of funny how certain foods, at least in my mind, start uh, triggering memories. So I literally was thinking about like my little boy, my little girl when they were little. Because See, the problem right now is my son just graduated from high school and and he's my oldest. And so I'm like, oh my God, the kids are finally, you know, I'm at that stage where like they're starting to leave. Well, at least I think they are. <laughs> <laughs> they're starting to transition to think about leaving. Yeah. And and, and I, I've been getting the whole like, yeah, they're adults. I get that whole thing. The whole thing about, because he turned 18 before he graduated high school. So he's 18. Now he took the stage and grabbed his fake diploma until they mail him the real one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's how they do it. That's how they did it when that's I was weird. a kid too. No. I, I know. It's, that's <laughs> weird. Anyways. And so we have this big party last night. And I mean, pretty big party because- Family members who haven't seen each other in years because of arguments, (laughs) yes, that's how it rolls in my family, have saw each other for the first time in like, like I said, over 20 years. Any guns? Um, No, they didn't bring guns luckily because- um, It's not Texas? It's not Texas. Plus, I think I'm the only one that has a lot of guns. A lot of guns. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you have enough for everyone. That's a good, you're being a good host. (laughs) Just side story, just to be totally honest here, I may have a lot of guns, but to be honest with you, I never purchased my first gun until just a few months ago. They've all been given to me. They're all passed down from grandparents to grandparent, and I'm, I'm the last surviving male in my family until me, I had boys.
0: Yeah, you have two, that means you're not the last surviving. But before the
1: boys, I I was it. So that's why all these came down my way. On my mom's side of the family, and my dad's. Anyways, so it was a really weird thing last night. Um, having everybody come together and I don't know. And then the, the donuts. I don't know why I'm going off on donuts. <laughs> donuts did it for me, Nostalgia man.
0: and a uh, hangover. Do That's any foods do that for you. you? I'm sure they do. Like uh, my mom makes antipasto, when, but I haven't had that in years because we don't live near here anymore.
1: So when someone else that makes her, it?
0: Well, I haven't had it. So I think that would, you know, hers was different. So that would trigger me. Uh, I'm sure there are things. I can't think of anything right now, but it's mostly her food.
1: <laughs> Certain booze also does it for me. <laughs> No, I'm serious. No, I understand that. It's just, so, I don't do booze. Like scotch reminds me of my friends. And then, I don't, I don't know how you are, but I drink different alcohols at different age levels. So, like, when I was a kid, it was everything was cheap, right? So, whenever I even see or smell or taste uh, Southern Comfort, I think of my early 20s. Mm-hmm. Wild Turkey also. <laughs> And then, you know, as I got older, it was Jack Daniels reminds me of my late 20s and all the stuff I did during that time. And then I started experimenting with scotches. So cheap scotches, by <laughs> early Jeez. 30s, you know, expensive scotches, late 30s. So if we do a timeline of Christopher, it's really just booze. <laughs> it's a booze line. Yeah, but uh, beer, too. Beer, too. Certain beers like Budweiser and uh, Coors, pre... Twenty one, you know, sneaking beers from my grandfather's refrigerator, stuff like that. Did you steal your grandfather's beer? Um, okay, so <laughs> that's a yes. That's <laughs> and a I'm yes. I say steal because um, he's pretty laid back about things. Also, my dad had a meat shop and sold wine, and so I paid for all the wine I ever drank, and I drank a lot of wine as a kid. I so just, I was there Friday night. I closed up the shop. I just buy a couple bottles of wine. There's no one there. Who's gonna know? I was a guy closing the shop. And when would you drink them? Later on that night. You drink a couple bottles of wine that uh, night with my friends. Okay. Yeah, I was that guy, but I don't. I would never say steal. It's not my thing. <laughs>
0: Borrowed. Borrowing. No, your no, I paid for it. Oh, the the the, the beer.
1: No, with my grandfather. Uh, that's what I was talking
0: about. You said <laughs> yeah. you would sneak into your grandfather's. When you say sneak, sneak into yeah, and get right. a beer,
1: liberating
0: sounds like theft to me. <laughs> nah.
1: Sounds like you're liberating your inheritance early. Um, You were talking earlier before we started today. I guess we started. Did we? (laughs) I feel like I I wish I had time to eat this damn donut. (laughs) You were talking about... um, The news. The
0: news. Why do I read the news, I don't know why you read the news. (sighs) Yeah, so there was was this new, the the White House in the United States, Washington, D.C., President Biden, Joe Biden, his White House is working with, not working with... I don't think they're working with the um, dating apps, but uh, they're certainly encouraging them to vaccinate. You got to
1: be kidding me! No, and
0: the dating apps I think are perfectly willing to do this on their own, but they they are creating different uh, levels of spiffs or you know promotions or good things you get if you're vaccinated or say you're going to be vaccinated. So you get on some of them, you get like extra super swipes or I don't even know what that means, but you get more swiping privileges or you can get badges to say, I'm vaccinated or whatnot. And they say, I remember seeing the statistics that if you are, if you say you're vaccinated, you get 15, 14% more hits.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: Which makes sense. It just, it just, it's wow. I mean, it seems a little
1: silly. So you're basically saying that uh, if you don't get vaccined... You're like the guy with the booger in his, yeah. in his mustache or stick in his, we call it a bear in the cave. There's like a little bear in the okay. cave. No we one don't wants go to. Really. It. I still have the donut in front of me, so <laughs> let's not go too far down that. You know, um, I, I have a friend that owns a bar and I've always thought that it'd be kind of cool if they made apps for like different types of jobs. So like you only had uh, a dating app for people that were like, in you know, professionals, you know, or um, anyways, I always thought it'd be funny because bartenders are kind of funny, you know? And I thought it'd be cool if they had a, an app for bartenders.
0: My, my, my neighbor's a bartender or was a bartender. I think yeah. she's retired now.
1: Maybe I should get together. We could call the app a uh, bartender.
0: She's really interesting, actually. I didn't know what she did for years. <laughs> I, I Literally, I thought she was a writer because she was so erudite. Every time I would talk to her, she was very clearly spoken, very clever, very intelligent. So, And then she was she says she was a bartender. It's like, wow, she probably was a pretty good bartender because she can talk well.
1: You know, uh, there's different kinds and she's of bartenders. Calm. Where does she work at? I don't know. She, I, she I, I, I think IN? she's retired now. Oh, because oh, um, I mean, bartenders' amount of cocktails they have to memorize and get the ingredients. Or I don't know. Are you vaccinated yet? No. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not what do you mean do you're that. not going to do that? I, I I told you once. I start getting into my sixties, I'll start considering getting vaccines. How First are you of not all, in I'm your sixties? guy? I've traveled all over the world with places with the most terrible diseases floating around. I've drank the water from every place I've ever been. And yeah, I've got little tummy aches and little headaches from time to time. I just don't get sick that often.
0: Okay, that doesn't matter. That has nothing to do with it. It's not like you have some super immune system like no one no, else I'm has. No, I'm not
1: saying I have a super well, immune that's system. What, what I'm you were saying, saying is that when I do get sick, I, I things don't usually affect me. I may, I may have already had it. I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I um, my son's friends, the whole family had it. And The only reason they knew they had it is because their son was playing football and he got tested. They said, "Hey, you have the virus." Yeah, he's all I do. A lot of people are asymptomatic. And he had no idea. The whole family. A lot of
0: people were asymptomatic, and a lot of people weren't.
1: So, like I said, I have no idea. Maybe I've already. Well,
0: had you it. can get tested for that. I don't mind doing that. Well, then get tested. See if you are. Yeah. If you have the
1: uh, antibodies, uh, whatever. Sure, those. <laughs> hey, I, I got curious question. Ever since, um, ever since this virus broke out, have you noticed? All the other diseases have kind of disappeared. So disi- I feel oh, no, like no, 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 COVID no. has kind of, it's been a cure. Like, so there's no more colds anymore, no more flus. All diseases have been, I, I think, oh, I'm curious if it's going to cure cancer. <laughs> well, you know the obvious reason
0: for that, right? <laughs> Not the cancer part, but the reason why why the flu was so much reduced this year. You understand that, right?
1: Yeah, because the people that got it were cured of all diseases.
0: Oh, okay. No, no. it's the it's the microchips.
1: <laughs> no, it's
0: it. When you wear masks, you transmit fewer diseases. That's why the flu was so low. We still had flu cases, but they are much lower than normal. And it's yeah. because we were wearing, you know, wearing masks and blocking the transmission actually stops disease. Okay. <laughs> so that's an easy one.
1: So, have you ever been on a dating app? I know we're a little bit. older. I have not, and neither have I because I've been married. Yeah, for I, so long. I aged out of it. So my uh, my buddy in Chicago, he met his wife. And this was brand new. It was, I mean, no one did this before. He met his wife online on a with a company called AOL. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, well, yeah, back in our day when they started this dating, remote dating kind of thing, you had to go into a place and get videotaped, and then you would go to the place and you'd go into one booth and get videotaped, and you go into another booth and watch videotapes of, of women or you know wh- whoever you're looking for.
1: I've never heard of that. You you don't remember video dating? I, I, n- I video never dating, did it. But not video booths. That sounds well, like.
0: Where do you think that? What? How do you think you'd do it then? I have no idea. We should. We should start a business. It. What's that? We should start a business. Video dating.
1: <laughs> uh, okay, so do you any? Do you know anything about Tinder?
0: Uh, is that the gay one?
1: No, it's no,
0: the, it's not. Okay, I don't know. I, I know there's a gay one, and I know there's other ones. I don't know. I don't know which one's which. I remember. I, I don't remember which one was, but I remember some big stink because. Um, one of the founders was a woman in one of these apps and she got booted out of the company because one of the other male founders brought in one of his male friends and they didn't they decided that they didn't want a woman around so they booted the one of the women who basically started the company because she was a woman which sounded like it you know was kind of sucky but, obviously but it's
1: it's like it, it reminds me of how F- facebook kind of used to be a little more simple other than the farming game you know that was on there so it's ba- you know it's just a photograph basically likes and dislikes mm-hmm. they picked generic answers like the word fun has to be in there, right? If the word fun isn't in there, they're totally uninterested. Are you so talking about al-
0: building your profile on these yeah, apps? Yeah,
1: yeah. It's almost as if you're you're dating people that are schmoozers. You know, oh, yeah, these are good schmoozers. So, oh. <laughs> well, isn't that all what dating has always been about? Uh, you know, that's a good point.
0: Though, I, you know, this. Uh, what I don't like about the apps is my understanding is that you just see pictures and then you swipe left or right to see if you're interested interest, interested or not. And you know, pictures obviously can lie, but also you know, a picture seems like a very small slice of information
1: information to make a decision on. When I was in college, I was friends with this guy, Alfonso. He was this very, very handsome Latin guy, and he had like he looked like a model and perfect smile, perfect jawline. He worked out, so he's built. Could never meet a gr- never, never. And the girls would just come up to him, and he would just sit there because he never knew what to say. Mm-hmm being a friend of mine you know I said well you know I gave him tips here and there but you I think you're totally right about the schmooze thing because I I was not the best looking guy in school but my ability to speak worked wonders for me mm-hmm. you know being able to so for example is uh, I remember him and a couple other guys they were saying hey how do you you know they do what guys do how do you meet so many people i just said let me show you <laughs> So yeah, they can't. But does it really help them because they don't have well, that? No, well, yeah, if they practice it. So, like for example, <laughs> I said, I said, pick any table in here with some girls, and I'll I'll show you how to meet them. So they picked a table. There's three girls. There was two, you know, myself and two other guys. So it worked out perfect. I literally went. I know nothing about signs. You know, I'm personally a Gemini, but I, that's about as far as I know. I walked up to the table. I go, hey, I'm a Gemini. What are you girls? And then just, man, next thing you know, the clattering happened. And, and one of the guys that was with me happened to know his sign. And, then they, and I, I had said nothing really. Other than- no, no,
0: no, 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 no. You know what you said. It's not what you said. It's how you said it. I mean, and I'm sure you didn't say it like that because you sounded really creepy just there. <laughs> the point is, is how you say things and how you move up to people, the vibe you're putting off. Because we read the, all those subliminal messages in your body language and in the tone of your voice. And if someone, ju- if I like tried to do that, it would sound terrible. Because I don't have the charisma.
1: It's only confidence. It's but a confidence it, yeah, it's that no confidence. say you're gonna be all right. It's no confidence
0: and charisma. It's it's a combination of things. which you're not you can't see because you're behind the veil. You're you're in that world, you're in that machine, so you don't really see a reflection of yourself with the way you move around. But is it's, it's it, you know, it's
1: it's skill. Sure, I guess you can probably learn that kind of thing, but but I think you can part of it's also I innate. It from I know this is Embarrassing to even say, I learned it from my dad. Because mm-hmm. even though my dad was married, he was constantly flirting with women, <laughs> constantly. Okay, and so I I would see how he, he would just walk up to women and just start, you know, flirting. Mm-hmm. I, I hate to use that word for a man, but basically uh, flirting. That's okay. What's, what's I don't know. It that? seems like a weird. It's it's an antiquated word.
0: I don't <laughs> think so. I've never heard. Well, of kids. antiquated. So maybe you know it works for me.
1: <laughs> and he would just do that. So when I became the age where I was like, ah, you know, chicks are cool. <laughs> Next thing I know, I, I just basically mimicked everything he did. Oh, well, that's a fair point then.
0: But you, you had you had a role model,
1: and that's what I was trying to show these guys. All they had to do is mimic me, and then they yeah.
0: Be but you know, it's not just mimic me. Mean, you have to, like I said, it's not just what going up and saying it, but it's how you say it. So, but learn, lear, you know, they have to look at your subtle cues.
1: You might be right. I mean, you might be right. Now, I get another friend. And you're right. He did. He was really good. Of course I'm right. Yeah, of course you're (laughs) He used to go up to girls and pretty friendly, but he didn't end up being as successful as far as meeting them and possibly going on dates. He had, like you said, kind of a creepy tone to him, (laughs) Okay, but his success was in pure numbers. Like he would go into a play. This is when people used to dance at bars. We would go to like a dance club. And he would hit on every single person in, oh, I'm sorry, every single woman in the whole bar, even my, maybe my the girl I'm with, you know, everybody. And by the end, he would meet somebody and, you know, be able to go on a date later on. A successful date? Well, you know. Dude, I'm totally not into that,
0: man. I, I really, I mean, I like pretty women, but I got a vibe with a woman to have any interest in them. I'm so turned off by people who I. But
1: how are you going to get a vibe until you meet them?
0: Well, that's the thing. I have to know them and, and uh, get a sense of them. It's like, I met my wife in high school. So I, you know, I knew the people around me in high school and I knew some of them I was physically attracted to, but not mentally. And that pretty much, you know, shuts it down. Do you any of your friends date? I don't know. I've been wondering about some of them, Ooh. but, uh, I don't, I haven't you bothered. Don't to ask. Ask. I don't ask as I feel like it's private. Like if they wanted to share it, they would share it. They've had plenty of opportunity
1: to, to talk. Oh really? I ask all the time. I'm like, so I got, but it,
0: well, if I knew where they were dating, that would be one thing, but oh. like, I don't know if they're dating or not.
1: So I, I'm hitting that age where I have quite a few divorced friends oh, now. Man. And so I'm always like, are you dating anybody? What's going on there? Oh, you know, it's hard to get out back out there again. Or maybe they've been out there all too long. Like, ah, oh, you know, everybody's who's halfway nice. Is well, taking. did you show them the
0: dating apps or maybe these guys need a video?
1: Well, you know, so dating. funny. You said you're embarrassed to ask. I would never ask somebody. I didn't say I was embarrassed. App.
0: I, I said I I didn't I didn't want to pry.
1: Oh, I'd, I'd see, I see. something about dating apps seems like for me, pry. Are you on a dating app? No, I'm saying, like, do you recommend you to your
0: to your friends <laughs> to get on a dating app? Yeah. If, if they say they're having a hard time getting out there, you don't have to get out there. You just sit on your couch. I always feel like and there's, so there's
1: got to be so many scams. I mean, come on.
0: I don't know. You know, I don't. I don't have a scammer kind of mind, Christopher. So that's not the first place okay, I go so to.
1: I'm gonna tell you a scam story. I know from a friend that oh, updated a friend. Me for three months. Okay. No, no, I'm serious. Not me. I'm not, I'm not that guy. So he calls me up one day. He's like, "Oh man, I met this girl online. She is so awesome. We're talking all the time. And I saw her picture. I wait, wait, wait. You saw her picture. You haven't gone out with her yet." She's like, "No, no, no. She lives. She lives overseas." I'm like, "Where overseas?" He says, "She she lives in Russia." And I'm like, "Oh, come on. Is she even Russian? Because they say Russian, but they really mean Ukrainian
0: or Czech or something."
1: Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't
0: say Ukrainian and Russian, okay? That's Let's be careful about that. No, no, I know, but I'm just saying that.
1: is that it- a lot of these people, are like, oh, it's a Russian bride or a Russian. They're not. They're all Ukrainian women.
0: They're, okay, but I, I, I
1: mean, I'm not, I shouldn't say all, but a good chunk of them.
0: Why would they be? Why would a Ukrainian woman lie about no being idea, Russian? Though, because that's like the, of of the absolute, I have no idea.
1: I have several sources it's like, yeah, I don't know. You know, the
0: Ukrainians kind of hate the Russians because they just took part of their country. Yeah, but this
1: is an American guy, so it has nothing to do. Anyways, Let's, let me get okay. back to, get to. I'm not going to say. Almost I'm sorry. His name. Uh, I go. Oh yeah. man! I go how are you going to date a girl in another country? Not to mention on the other side of, you know, the Western part of the world. And he goes, well, no, 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 no. I'm giving her money to give me a plane. uh, I'm giving her money to get Mm -hmm. a plane ticket so she can come over here. I'm like, oh no, what are you doing? You didn't give her money yet. He goes, yeah, I just did it. I'm like, oh no. So, you know, now I'm like calling him once in a while, like, hey, so what's going on? He's like, yeah, she couldn't quite make it. She's having (laughs) money with her. Passport money. I'm not kidding. With I'm like, dude, this is a scam. You got to stop. He goes, No, no, no. I know. I've I've been talking to her. She's really great. Um, all I have to do is give her a little money for to get the paperwork, and she'll be able to come out and visit me. So then he gives her more money, and I'm like, It's a scam. He won't believe me. I've known this guy since college, and he's. I go, Come on, man. This is a scam. Says, no, 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 no. I've been talking. to really. We have a relationship going on. Anyways, nine months later passport money, pay permit money. Uh, I go, don't buy her money. Don't give her money for the plane ticket. Just buy the plane ticket. So I think he did that, but she figured out a way to mm-hmm. cash anyways, it in. Yeah. She figured out a way to cash the money out. And,
0: and there it is. Yeah. Those are scams. Those happen. But I think, I imagine on these dating apps that you can say, give like geographic locations. Like if I'm in Phoenix, I want to look yeah. at women or guys who are in Phoenix. Well, not good.
1: But then but I wonder, you know, <laughs> if they're really smooth, they'll get the right area code, you know. Yeah, phone. well, I don't think
0: most people are going to be looking at Phoenix.
1: Well, yeah, no, you on these dating apps, you look for people that live in your area code. Oh, yeah,
0: okay, yeah. I mean, scammers, I'm saying. Scammers, oh, for scammers, you know, the, the Phoenix area code is probably not the top of the on the top of the list. Maybe Scottsdale might be, but not, not Phoenix.
1: Uh, I hate to go backwards. I don't really hate to go backwards. So last night, I was at a graduation. People don't know, so I'll just say, so I'm a pyrotech, part-time and I like blowing stuff up and getting paid for it. It's a lot of fun. I highly recommend it to everybody. So part of the pyrotech season is graduation season. In Phoenix, maybe. I I think in a lot of places. (laughs) Okay. So I've been going all these graduations and blowing up fireworks at nighttime, but my son's is not outside it's inside. So I find myself at the Gila river arena, which is a hockey arena. Huh? And it was cool. It was a nice temperature. There were no fireworks, but I got to tell you, it was, it was a very pleasant experience. But it got me thinking about hockey. It <laughs> got me thinking about sports. Okay. We're about ready to go into the sports seasons.
0: Uh, I full think the NFL now. just got cleared. Say again? I think the NFL just got cleared to have yeah. full state. Yeah, NFL. You And
1: then uh, the NFL's kind of been in the news lately. Oh, God.
0: They are so bad. Oh, my. The NFL is such a mess. This is why I don't watch football because the NFL is, is such an evil operation. Do you think there's such evil, a bunch evil? of assholes?
1: Well, you think it's a racist. You've told me that. Oh, before. no. Well,
0: I didn't think I didn't. I mean, you, well, I, I've been kind of jokingly make a jokes
1: about the that,
0: owners. Yeah, I make a joke about how you know diverse they are. They're so old. They're so white. There's so, I can't remember <laughs> what the third one was, but uh, whatever, wrinkly or something. Uh, that's their diversity. Old, white and rich. That's, you know, that's a trifecta of diversity Variations right there.
1: on wrinkles yeah. and age spots.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> the rich part is the, the tri- trifecta of their diversity. Right.
1: Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha.
0: Uh, but no, they, they were just, uh, oh, actually, before we get to that, was this, was this where they were doing their quote recount? You know, so they had to suspend the, the quote recount because of the graduation So these morons from cyber ninjas who are ninja cybers or whatever they are, who are trying to do the recount of our Arizona, Maricopa Maricopa County. Yeah. They had to stop for a week and they, and I remember saying, so they were supposed to be done like weeks ago and they're not even a quarter of the way through yet.
1: Well, if the hockey, if, if the hockey team had done better, they told us the graduation was going to be canceled. Okay. <laughs> I'm serious. Well, what's the point? You said, so you said your son got a fake diploma. Okay. So we're really going backwards. We're not going <laughs> backwards. You're just going to bounce. It's like a <laughs> ping pong ball. All right. Yes. So everybody has to walk across with a scroll or a piece of pretty cardboard. And so, and this was true when I was in high school. Really? Yeah. So what you do is you get in line and you know, not all the kids graduate and so oh, yeah. they never know because it's right up to the, because school technically oh, ends a couple of days after graduation. So, you know, Come you on. literally have a card, you write your name on the card, you give it to the speaker, the speaker then reads it off. You walk across the stage and collect your diploma, usually from either the principal or the somebody on the school board or the superintendent or something like that. Usually somebody. Right. And then you get your photo op. You know, with your little whatever's in your hand, and and shaking whoever you're shaking the hands with. Like I said, it's usually the principal, and then you walk off stage and they go to the next person. Now, I was quite aware of this at the age of 17. So, because the little um, troublemaker that I was, I ended up going to three different high schools, not because I moved. <laughs> so, I made friends at all those high schools. So, one of them, one of the high schools I went to, I graduated early, and so. I went over to the school and all my friends were there. And they're all. oh, it's too bad. You can't walk with us. And I said, I can walk with you. So I literally sat down with them with a robe Mm -hmm. and then walked up and I crossed and they gave me the fake thing. And they said my name and I picked up the fake diploma and I got photographed and everything. And I was not only, not only (laughs) did I not Graduate from that high school, but I didn't live anywhere near that high school. I think well, I literally moved far away. Um, I know the I see said that. It. This is comp- that was,
0: that's what bothers me. It's a complete sham. It is. What, what the what? The, I mean, this is a ceremony. But that's the diploma's supposed to,
1: real when they get it in the mail. Uh, it's it's
0: it's this thing I hate with that. ceremony. I hate. Well, what's the point of the ceremony? It's the ceremony is fake. The ceremony is about okay, you, you're coming to this place. You're getting this diploma. This is this is your verification that you've completed this this part of your life. This is, but
1: it's only fake for the pranksters like me. It's not fake for the people that are actually. They graduating. still no. They
0: st- they're still getting fake diplomas. I mean, that's the that. It's not real in the moment. It's a fake moment. Why bother? If when you're you just going to mail. Graduated
1: college. Did they give you a real diploma right I, there? I
0: believe so, but I could be wrong.
1: I, I I don't remember my own graduation to be honest with you, but I remember my wife's, and. Um, no, I, I get that it would be difficult. It was fake. They sent it in the mail.
0: I, I, I get that it would be difficult uh, if you have, you know, uh, 500 kids in your class making sure that you give the right, the pullman of the right person. But, you know, life is difficult. I'm sorry. That just bothers me. It almost bothers me as much as these damn racist NFL people.
1: We're back to the NFL again. Well, you know, that's, just that's about where we sports. were going. If you're going to keep bringing up the NFL. Well, do you have you you a, problem with, you have a big problem with the NFL? I hate the
0: NFL. The NFL is a bunch of assholes. I said that before, though, so maybe I don't have to say it and again. And
1: I loved football as a kid. I love football. I played football. Football is a great sport. Oh, that's right. Well, you man, played my, football in high school. It may not be a great sport, I but I like Warner it. I was a Warner kid. A what? Pop Warner. What does that mean? It's a it's like the equivalent to Little League for baseball. Oh. How cute. Yeah, once college, that's I'm sorry, cute. Once high school is there, I saw all the kids working out all summer long, and and I was like, every su- I'm going to lose every summer. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> no, no, the, the
0: baseball is cute. It's like you know, it's not a contact sport, but yeah, you know, it's cute. It's cute to have a sport that's you know. I mean, I guess you can still call it a sport even if it's not contact.
1: But what bothers you so much about the NFL? I mean, really, what's, what's well, the first core well, of well,
0: okay. Before my my core beef would have been, you know, they they use and abuse their players. They've done that for since their inception. Uh, but also, they they claim to be a non-profit, which is complete nonsense. And they no, no, are no, a wait, nonprofit. Wait, wait.
1: NFL is a nonprofit. The,
0: non- the NFL is a nonprofit. So no, they, don't, they are. You, they don't pay taxes on their real estate.
1: You got to be kidding me! Oh, you,
0: you're starting to not like the NFL now, aren't you? What a you? scam! This a complete scam. But the, the latest thing is okay. So you know
1: who? Wait, nonprofits
0: benefit people. So who are they benefiting? Uh, well, they they are promoting the, they're promoting the sport of
1: football. Oh my! That's disgusting. Well, there you go. So are all the sports like that? I'm, I'm I am I'm curious about that. I wouldn't be
0: surprised though. I mean, you know, there's a lot of racketeering going the rich people are very clever at figuring out ways to rip off the well, system.
1: They're wealthy for a reason. Yeah.
0: Well, they're the wealthy, wealthy people. There are different kinds of wealthy people. That's true. Some worse, you know, if you're a real estate developer in New York city, you know, you're probably not going to be the most ethical person because the ethical people just can't live in that society. <laughs> it's a complete, you know, the, that game is completely fixed. You think a lot of things fixed. Well, some things are fixed.
1: I think it doesn't matter who's got the fix or if there's someone smarter, they can muscle their way in. That's
0: probably true. But you, gotta, you know, you have to have a lot of intelligence and a lot of capital to get into a game like, well, real estate in most places. Anyway, uh, so in this case, though, what makes them even worse, which, which uh, their, their new thing was so I had a problem with their, their, uh, their status as a nonprofit. I had a problem with the fact that, as we discovered, what, five years ago, that they were basically lying to the players about their injuries and saying, oh, it's not so bad. You can go out and play again. Just The whole keep- concussion thing. The concussion thing. And, 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 and injuries in general.
1: Well, well, that got my wife stopping my own son from playing football.
0: Well, there you go. So, so the NFL is that- not really doing its job then if it's meant to promote <laughs> football. Uh, so then part of that. Was the brain injuries and they made a settlement. They created a fund so that the former players who felt like they had had a lot of brain damage from the concussions, which they glossed over, could, you know, get a payout. Because a lot of NFL players don't make a lot of money. They're only going for a few years and they may only make, even if they're making a couple hundred thousand dollars a year, that's only for three or four years and then, you know, it's over for them.
1: That's why there's so many bars across the country that have one football jersey sitting on the wall somewhere. okay. Like cheers. Uh, not that that was football, but whatever. Crossing,
0: yeah. Um. So now it turns out that yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. You, you former players, you think you got brain damage? You come in here. We'll give you an assessment, and then we'll decide if you have dementia or not, and we'll give you a payout. Here's the racist part of it. If you're black, you have to be dumber. Wait, wait, what do you mean? If they have different standards for white players and black players, and if you're a black, because it's what's been reported in, I think it was Axios, or it was either Axios. Yes, it was Axios, Fighting Racial Bias in NFL Brain Injury Payouts. That was published May 21st, 2021. And so this has been confirmed and they actually talked about this. The NFL talks about why they're doing it. They're doing it because... Uh, black people's IQs are lower.
1: No, they didn't. They did not say that.
0: I don't know if they reference that Come specifically, on. but they're saying that the, the black people's cognitive load is lower, so they so they have to score lower on the cognitive test in order to get a payout. So if you have a white player and a black player who score at the same level, are you sure you're not talking about educational level? No, they no, they're talking. No, they give they give them a cognitive test, and as part of that, as part of deciding uh, evaluating the cognitive test, they take into account their backgrounds and including their race. And because black people, and this is, this is, uh, there are a lot of reasons why the the black IQ may be lower in America. There are plenty of reasonable explanations that don't have anything to do with intelligence because at least 50% of your intelligence, at least 50% is based on where you grew up and how you grew up. So it's based on environment, not on genetics. Like for instance, if you go to a great school, you're going to have a higher IQ than someone who went to a crappy school. That's environment. Um, yeah, so where was I going with this? Uh So
1: you're saying, okay, so you're saying that the NFL because a lot of their athletes come from lower income No, they are yeah, they're just giving cognitive tests. And as part of the cognitive
0: test, they decide, well, if you're black, you have to score lower on the test, which means you have to you are dumber. Like say <laughs> let's say let's That's say you, you have a, a, a scale of 1 to 10. 10 being, you know, you're you're intelligent and you have no dementia. 1 being you are you know, out to the, you're out on the farm. You have no concept of even what you're saying right now. Like me, like a podcaster, say you're, you know, you're, you're as dumb as a podcaster. So if you're a white guy and you score five, okay, well then you get a payout. If you're a black guy and you score five, well, no, you're not. That's relatively speaking, you're as dumb as you were when you were born.
1: I have to tell you. Which is complete
0: nonsense because even if you look at IQ scores and you look at, uh, as, as a group, different groups score, and this is an uncomfortable fact, different groups score differently on IQ tests. No one actually ever wants to talk about, oh yeah, whites outperform blacks on IQ tests, but Asians outperform whites and, and Jews outperform Asians. No one talks about, it, it,
1: it's always, anyway. We've talked about this once before, how Jewish people, you know, the, the when you start educating your kids at three years old at some of the top schools in the world, you're, I mean, you're, your kids are going to come out a little... Smarter, probably. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. But even if if you look at group
0: differences, it doesn't matter on the individual level. Individual performance has nothing to do with group because averages are just that—they're averages. You don't know what is. You don't know what's affecting the average. You may there are lots of groups in which uh, one group scores badly in math, but it's not because the average is low. It's because they their bottom part. Can I finish?
1: Okay. What? So here's the question. So. There are Asian and Jewish athletes. Do they have to score different? Are there Asian football players? Do the Asians, I mean, was there anything in there that talks about people that are more intelligent than white, you know, Caucasian? Well, this whites?
0: is, we're talking about football players here. So we're talking about basically whites and black Americans, white and black Americans. All right. Now I'm sure there's some other groups in there too, but Samoan, I'm, I would imagine I, mean, I would, I would imagine others. that they take that into account as well. And they, they, you know, they they use race to decide if you're smart or not.
1: It's kind of a weird thing. I mean, the, I, I, I'm having a hard time buying any of this on the NFL stuff. What? Why? What part? Well, are you? First of all, how does stuff like that? How do you go to somebody and say, "Okay, hey, just let you know, buddy, we're going to be scoring different based on the color of the melanoma This is part of their, their skin. Well, so this is part of a, <laughs>
0: uh, a settlement that they have. So they have. I'm assuming that they have records, and this is part of where it comes from. But if you want to read the article, I just, I cited the article and I'll put a link to it in the show notes. Perfect. But it just seemed like just such an absolute, I mean, because they're getting the race thing wrong and they're getting IQ wrong and they're getting um, group versus individual wrong. You can't judge an individual by its group. That's just stupid. It's ignorant.
1: All right. Because as I was trying to say, just as example, I just am curious. I just wonder about the NFL. Uh Uh-oh, there goes the first bite. (laughs) Uh, I gotta eat my donut first. I guess you're done talking about NFL. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was great. I love the NFL. (laughs) If the NFL were donuts, man. hmm. All right, I'm done talking about NFL, but I just want to tell you one thing. One time I went to the Dallas Cowboy Arena, which is called, I think, AT&T now. And I got to go in the back and see, like, all the... I had no idea... The back of these football stadiums were filled with hundreds and hundreds of offices. Like for all, I have no idea what they do in there. When did you go? It was about, I think it was about eight years ago. Yeah, an amazing, how big were the offices? Um. Well, they were all different. I don't know. Some of them were smaller. Some of them were bigger.
0: I mean, obviously, they had all those employees to figure out different ways of raping their players, but that's fine. (laughs) No, but you you mentioned office space. That's kind of interesting because there was another article in Axios, again, because that's what I read. One of the things I read. How uh, office space per employee has shrunk considerably over the past 30 years. So 30 years ago individuals at, at work had a lot more space than they do
1: now. I, I've, I've noticed the desks are smaller. Remember, I remember you used to go into office and everybody had like a pretty big desk and lots of photographs on them. <laughs> well, I think part of that is
0: uh, I saw this graphic years ago um, that was a, like a time lapse of a just it was an illustration of a desk. And from the 1950s oh. and all the all the stuff that was on it then. And, then, and it kind of it gets more piled up and piled up uh, with more equipment until the 80s. And then in the 90s, it starts declining again. Oh, because the equipment now, gets smaller. Right, right. We go from a Rolodex and like a, a notepad in 1950. And then you get a fax machine and a copier and a printer oh, right, right. and a computer. And then and these and these things slowly go away. The Rolodex is in the calendar. And because the computer's replacing everything. And at the end, it's just a laptop.
1: Oh, that's crazy. I'd like so to see that. That
0: understand that explains the, de- well, you could make that. That uh, explains the, the desk sizes may be changing, but the office spaces, I, I think I have some ideas on why that happened, and I don't think they're particularly good. Uh, you know, I, th- there's this weird craze we have about, uh, what's that called, when you have an open office plan where you don't have any even cubicles? You just- oh, okay,
1: Okay. so a guy that you know, uh, Brett, he, uh, he was telling me, he went back to work. Because he's ready, you know. He's tired of the staying, working out. He's tired of being at the house. He's tired of working out of that office with the kids running around and the <laughs> wife running around. He's the only guy in there. And I said, and I was, so what's the situation? I mean, do do are they just like huge empty cubicles or what's going on? He goes, well, luckily, I actually have an office office. Mm-hmm. But no, he said it was about five years ago they got rid of all the little walls. And now it's like you just look out and it's just a expansive series of empty desks yeah, like well, now people don't even even when even before oh, this yeah. whole pandemic thing half the desks were full because so many people are like in the field or just working out of their house already but now he was he said out of this massive office he was the only guy in there that's weird yeah is that it i thought it was weird too but i i've seen it before i i went to um i went to a meeting uh i think it was only like three weeks ago and i went upstairs to uh, meet the guy, and then we were going go to go out to lunch. And I'd hang out there, and yeah, the place was empty. Hmm. Get to work, people. Well, I've heard the Microsoft com- campus is comp- is like a big, huge ghost town. Huh. You've heard this?
0: I haven't heard that. That's bad, though. I mean, you need you need collaboration, and online
1: collaboration is not as good as in person collaboration. Oh, absolutely, I agree on that. But you know, Star Wars and all, they do it in Star Wars. So I don't know why they can't what do, do it here. Star Wars? Yeah, don't they? Don't they? Didn't like. Yoda and all the other guys are all the holograms. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those, those <laughs> crummy holograms, too. Come on, guys. I know. Up your game
0: a little Here, bit. Here, I got a question. I guess this is a universe that doesn't have Zoom.
1: <laughs> I got a question. Why is even today, whenever they show the future and a little, and, and anything that's related to Star Wars, whenever they see a video of somebody, it's in black and white.
0: Well, not always. It, that you know, I think that calls back to time in Star Trek or Star Wars, sorry, Star Wars, where they were doing the hologram. And no, I
1: just saw something. I think it was a Mandalorian.
0: Yeah, that's that. but that's the same universe. So they're using the same technology. Black and, and white. I, I got confused because there was, I was going to say, I was going to mention Star Trek. Which episode was it? It wasn't episode. It was, oh, I think it was part of Deep Space Nine. This was very clever. They had a super realistic hologram. So they thought the person was basically on the bridge. They looked like they were literally on the, of course they were literally on the bridge, but the hologram, that was the thing. And I I thought, I was thinking to myself, okay, you've got this one ship, this one spaceship over here talking to a guy from another spaceship over there. Now in the old days, they'd have to make another spaceship or at least a backdrop for a spaceship to to be talking to the other guy on, on screen, Right. So in order to cut down costs, how do you cut down costs? Well, you make them a fully real hologram on the one ship. <laughs> so instead of building two ships, now you just have one ship. So I think instead of being a technological, ooh, look at how great this hologram is, I think it was just a move to cut costs. <laughs> but so the, the interesting, so so in the office, you know, we used to have individual offices, then we had cubicles, and now it's almost like you walk into a cafeteria at a high school. They're just tables and people, and they're just all together, and it kind of sucks. That's
1: how it was. That's a good, i would glad just say. Said- Glad you just said cafeteria because that's exactly how it
0: felt. I would hate that. Oh, God. I can't, and, and Apple, when they redid their campus, that's what they did. It's op- these open shared workspaces, which would drive me nuts. I mean, I didn't mind working in a cubicle. That was fine. I preferred I'd had an office as well. And I'd had, I can also see like small shared spaces. Like if the design, design department I worked at had, let me see, uh, like four or five people in it. And, but it was a big room and they could all, they all had like different directions they could be in and they, they all they all—all all had their own desk. It wasn't a communal table that everybody was just stretched out on. So there are different kinds of spaces at work office from an office standpoint, but this cafeteria style is
1: stupid. And, well, the and thing so, is, is you get to hear everybody's conversation, right? You're well, like, well, how can you focus on what you're I, doing? I know. Let's just say you're legitimately working. You're legitimately talking to a client and the guy right next to you is like handling a complaint. And so you're on your phone conversation, and this guy's like, "Sorry, man, we'll, we'll replace the item as media. We don't normally have broken, you know." Yeah, <laughs> you no. Know, and, and everybody's like whispering, like trying. The, and then, then you have just the opposite, right? You have the empty room where you're like, "So, like, you, hello, 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 hello." <laughs> well, no.
0: Here, imagine this, Christopher. The worst case scenario for for me in that environment would be having a neighbor that was me. <laughs> Imagine sitting next to me. You're doing your work. You're talking. You're, you're typing something. You're drawing. You're designing. Whatever you're doing. And every five minutes, this guy, James, next to you is like, uh, you're doing that wrong. Oh, wait. I think I can do that better. <laughs> oh, hang on a second. Did you think about doing it this way? Or you're on the phone, and you're talking to a customer or a client or a manufacturer or something, and James is like, "Oh, oh, oh, tell him to make sure that the rib is two millimeters and not three millimeters." Well, so, I
1: don't think I'd be any better because I'm one of these guys that talks to himself constantly. <laughs> so like, well, who's yeah, that guy I, think talking to you? I think it's Nobody. easier. I think it's
0: easier to ignore the guy talking to himself than the guy who's
1: talking to you. <laughs> All right, I'm done with my coffee, man. I'm ready for. More. I'm ready to head out. You but.
0: know, what? I need to stop right now because I want to finish this damn donut.
1: Finish your donut. I can't do it while I'm talking. Well, can, can, can I just
0: throw in the, the, the statistics on the office? so we do that or is that not important? It might be a little dry.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, James, thanks so much for nothing today. Actually, I think it's about time that we started. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. This is the time we normally start. Okay. All right. Talk to you soon. Goodbye, thanks. Christopher. Thanks, James.
0: Heatstroke is brought to you by Markers in Motion. Audio engineer,
1: Christopher Furman. If you'd like to contact Heatstroke, Go to Podcast.com Won't you come on out The sun is out The sun is out So bright Don't Won't dread. you come on out It's making light Light and bright for you, see you head. Don't you see me Take a boo Don't you feel me A very large cup Yes In my hand Yes A large cup Hi, this is Betsy. I want to tell
0: you about the Children's Museum of Phoenix. If you're in Phoenix, planning to come to Phoenix, or just looking for something fun to do, check at the children's museum of phoenix where you can come paint and climb and use your imagination we're 100 fun and currently 100 outside to find out more visit us at phoenix.org hope to see you there have fun be playful